0: Welcome to a bonus episode i'm not i'm not gonna title these ones uh, these are just gonna be our bonus episodes that we do for the loki episodes that come out week to week um i stay by that little marvel intro there that we do not own the rights to and it's obviously grabbed from youtube disney and marvel and etc etc own the rights to that sound so nobody come and fucking try and sue me um yes please you have enough money, Disney. Low us, man. Yeah. And we're only going to be using it for six weeks because as far as I'm aware, this is only six episodes long. I honestly thought it was a little bit longer, but um, I was wrong. So uh, you are joined by myself, Nana, Big T, and Martin. And we, like I previously stated, are going to be reviewing the Loki TV series, which the first episode dropped um, on Wednesday, which is a little bit of a, a different... Um, timeline to when it's normally they normally drop their Marvel stuff, which they normally drop it on Friday. Hey, timeline, uh, timeline. I see what you did say. I'm assuming that that's because obviously on Fridays they're dropping the Bad Batch and Modoc, especially over here in the UK. Um, mm. In America, they obviously got Modoc all in one season, which I would have probably preferred. Um, so, Loki is, uh, American television series created by Michael Wardron from the street, for the streaming service Disney Plus, featuring a Marvel Comics character of the same name, set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, aka okay, the MCU. It shares its continued with the films of the franchise and takes places after the event of the film Avengers Endgame, in which an alternative version of Loki created a new timeline. Loki is produced by Marvel Studios with Wardron serving as head writer and Kate Herron director for the first season, which Makes it an interesting fact that they've stayed the first season, um, which you know could potentially mean that um, there's got to be a second season, which will be very interesting. Uh, Tom Henderson mm-hmm. reprises role as Loki from the film series with I do not even know how to pronounce the next two people's names. I'm sorry, so I'm not even going to try because I don't want to butcher them. Uh, uh, Eugene Corder, Tara Strong, and Owen Wilson also be starring. Um, yeah, so the first... I don't really have too much to say on this initially, but I did a second rewatch and wrote a crap ton of loads um, for things for us to go over mm-hmm. and discuss. Um, the first episode is called uh Purpose. But before we get into that, uh, I watched Ledger's Loki. Uh, it was uh, eight minutes long. It was really fun. Uh, just like seeing little bits of the MCU that I kind of forgot about. Um, I, at some point, really do need to do an MCU rewatch. Um all the Loki stuff that they were showing uh, made me think that the four movies weren't as bad as people remembered because there was a lot of scenes. I was like, Oh, that actually looks really cool. Like, and I was like watching it without context. Um, so That's how they get you. Don't <laughs> let them trick you. Yeah. Uh, and I also watched the Tesseract episode as well, which featured quite a lot of scenes of Loki as obviously, you know, Loki was using the um, Tesseract to do his bullshit. Uh, did anyone else watch these um, legends of Marvel? No, I didn't watch any of them. T? Yeah, yeah, I, I watched them. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of it? Uh, yeah, it
1: was it was a nice little uh like refresher. Um, they they've been doing them for all their series. Like, um, they had the Wonder and Vision one, and then the Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I think Sharon Sharon Carter got one. Was it Sharon Carter? They did three. They, yeah, they did the three get... characters for the Falcon and Winter yeah, Soldier she, she did, show, and now they've got
0: Huh? She did get one. Sharon Carter did get one.
1: She did, yeah, I so, yeah. And now they, we've got this one. So yeah, it was just a, it was, it was nice to see. um I mean, to me, the, the the Marvel movies are kind of the like the main ones, anyway. Even even to an extent, the lesser ones, like in terms of quality, they they like burned into my mind. Do you know what I mean? Like I can yeah. just access them whenever I want. So. It, even though there were like minor things that kind of jog my memory in general, I, I've kind of, I kind of can just remember how things play out. Um, don't let them trick you into thinking the Thor movies were good. The first two, <laughs> especially, especially dark world, man was, it had, yes. had its good moments, had its good moments, but in general it was trash. Um, but yeah, no, to see that and to see the Tesseract, like, just how important it is it has been to the um infinity saga so far like it's probably the the main infinity stone that we see every all the time like some things i forgot like it was even a, a major um had a major role in like Captain marvel uh do you know what i mean stuff like that like loads of films that it, it's kind of spanned across and yeah it was it was a nice little refresher it was good I'd, I'd say it's worth watching before you get into the loki show um just to just to catch up again
0: yeah all right so back to loki the show itself um glorious purpose uh the first episode is uh, it's listed as what well, like 51 minutes but it's actually like 45 minutes and 33 seconds and the rest of it mm. is credits as we've been getting a lot with these um Disney Marvel shows. Um the running times for the season is listed as uh, forty to fifty minutes. Uh, so that'll be mm. good to see. Uh, on the Wikipedia, it's already saying it's already saying that um a second season is in development. So that'll be interesting to see where they take that. Um okay. so I'm just gonna say like surf I just wanna get people's surface views. And their rating. So, if anyone's this for the first time at a Blurs or us, uh, we have a very unique rating system called the Chicken Rating System. Uh, we think something's absolutely dead, it gets bones. Uh, next is a quarter chicken, half chicken, three piece, and everything's the creme de la crepe, It gets a whole chicken. Uh, I'm actually going to start with Martin. Martin, give a quick little overview of what you thought of it and your rating. Um,
2: yeah, I like the fact that you know, with Marvel, they take us through of the previous movies that they've done um showing us where you know where these little bits uh take place and then you know spawns a new series with loki and things like that um i like the pacing of this <laughs> uh for me it was very I, I felt that loki was sort of narrating what i was thinking as in it was like this what the fuck with that what is happening with this, with this uh time Verse authority stuff um i think the first episode as a whole is a good introduction to who the TBA are. And obviously, as the series progresses, we'll get more information about them, about the different characters and things like that. Um, it's a nice line of stories. So I'm giving this uh, first episode a three piece. Nice.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, T?
2: Um,
1: yeah, I, I agree with Martin. I'll, I'll give this first episode a three piece. Um, I think it has potential to be the well for me anyway the my my favorite of the marvel shows so far um it definitely has potential mm-hmm. uh, i think they've done a good job of establishing this loki as a separate loki to the one that we've spent a lot of time with um which i kind of thought this was going to be like their way of do you know what i mean just getting loki back and even though they essentially fast forwarded his character development by like within certain scenes of the show um he kind of caught up to where the other loki was in terms of his character and um how he's more kind of i wouldn't say a hero but he's more kind of a sympathetic more of an anti-hero than an actual villain um mm. but yeah i mean i, I, I definitely this this it, again it, this has given me kind of season two of umbrella academy kind of vibes with the whole like time watches and stuff like that like that was kind of a big part of season two of umbrella academy mm-hmm. um i think owen wilson is great in the role him and tom hiddleston have really good chemistry yeah, um, But yeah, for me it's, it's a free it's a piece but this show has potential, like I said, to probably be the best one so far.
0: Okay, cool uh, I'm not as um, Mike I, I wouldn't say my expectations of this was better but like it was a very introductory episode. I think it was a lot more for the casuals that may have not been following the MDCU stuff as it was going along um, mm-hmm. It was, you know, 45 minutes of just telling us what what happened in the past and you know setting up what we're going to be getting going forward um i'm only gonna give this as actually a half chicken it didn't really excite me um it was just okay in my opinion um i agree with all the like positive comments that you guys have given it but for first episode out of like just a little bit more um whether that's you know a little bit more comedy or a little bit more action or you know Maybe not necessarily um, catering too much for those that haven't like watched all the MCU movies and haven't um, aren't familiar with Loki and his role in the MCU. Um, there was a lot of nice things, and like I said, we're going to about to like go into a little delve into it a little bit deeper. Um, but yeah, it's one of those ones like it's it's level one. Do you know what I mean? It's episode one. It's mm-hmm. level one. They're gonna ramp it up. I'm I'm sure it's gonna get better as it goes on, but compared mm. to like let's say the Wonder Vision and Falcon Winter Soldier, where you know, especially the Falcon Winter the w- episode one kind of did a lot more with Wonder Vision. They gave you two episodes to kind of show you where it's going, and that helped it. And it, it wasn't so much of recap; like they kind of went straight into the show and showed you exactly what they're doing. Like this gave you little elements and inklings of where it's going but it didn't do it enough. Um, so that is why for me, it's a half chicken. Um, but like I said, let's like, you know, not go scene by scene. I'm just going to go through some of my notes that I've, I've, I've written down. Um, and basically, if there's anything anyone wants to add to it or interject, uh, go for it. So um, I first of all mostly reminds yourself of, of what the show is going to be about, which is fair enough. And, um, I again, like I said, I need to go back and watch these movies again just to see the little changes and things that they add to this to like enhance the previous movies if they do feel like that. Um mm-hmm. it was interesting. It was a nice take to see that the Marvel Studios logo was Loki Green. Um yeah. when he uh landed in I can't remember where it was that he landed, but it had some resemblance of Iron Man one when he crashed um his first suit. I mean, Sorry, say that again. Mongolia is where he landed. Thank you very much. Um, yeah,
1: just just quickly, just to go back to the scene just before this, because you said um, it'd be interesting to go back and watch the rewatch the films to see what they've added or done here and there. In, mm-hmm. in that opening scene, um, which is taken out of Endgame, mm-hmm. we see um, like we see Loki grab the Tesseract and then disappear and stuff. In the shot. Where uh, that that whole scene was actually a combination of footage from Endgame, so old footage, new footage that they shot uh, with with Tom Hiddleston as Loki, and deleted or like alternate takes um, that they weren't that weren't used in Endgame.
0: Oh, nice. So
1: um, it was like a combination of those three elements to make that scene. Obviously, you had the scene of him getting arrested, or whatever you want to call it, by the Avengers. Mm. Um, as, as Captain America kind of walks off, Loki turns into him and does like a mockery kind of imitation of him. Yeah. When it like cuts to a close-up of him, that was an alternate take. That was a deleted scene that wasn't used in Endgame. All the rest of it was original footage. But then there was a new shot that they filmed for this when they're in the lift when he and waves. when they tell Hulk he can't get in, and then Loki kind of does some dismissive kind of gesture towards him, mm. that was a new shot that was filmed for this. So again, it it, it all lines up. Do you know what I mean? It it still mm-hmm. makes sense, but yeah, it was just interesting how they how that
0: all came <laughs> together. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I thought the hit in the face was a very cool effect with it. It's like. like he being mm. super slow, but he's feeling all yeah. the effects of that. That was really nice to see. Um, we see a. That's very... where we get the um, the title of the
1: episode as well, because obviously it's a line. I think Loki said it in the first Avengers film when he first comes, and I think he's talking to Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. He says, "I am Loki, and I am I am burdened with glorious purpose." So that's kind of like he also says. Something that, like, he also <laughs> says that
0: at the end of this as well, like towards the end of the episode, he says it again.
1: Yeah, but I think by the end it's taken on new meaning and that kind of, that's why I think the writing for this was quite smart because they reused a lot of lines from previous movies mm-hmm. and given them kind of new context. So I don't want to jump around and I'm, I'm let you do your thing, but when, when he's like going over his history or his future, which I mean, the history of the original Loki that we've seen, mm. there's a couple lines that meant something in the context of the movie but now in this new context kind of means something else so there's like the scene where he's seeing him and thor from ragnarok and thor says something like oh if you was here brother i'd give you a hug or something like that Mm -hmm. obviously in in ragnarok he's referring to the fact that loki uses um, like illusions and projects projects himself with there when he's not actually there Mm -hmm. And then it turns out he was actually there, but within this one, it's like Loki's been taken out of his timeline. He's in this whole new unknown world, and it's like he he's fresh out of the battle of New York from Avengers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So even though he secretly still has love for his brother, it's like to hear Thor say that to him kind of meant you see it meant a lot to him. Yeah, to know that even after everything they've been through, Thor's still kind of there for him. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then when he sees his death scene as well, um, Loki says to Thanos at the time, you will never be a God, Mm -hmm. which obviously has meaning within that context. But then with Loki watching that, it's kind of like he was talking to himself. And it was like, he was saying, if you continue down this path, do you know what I mean? like, You always you say you want to be a, a, a god-king, but it never happens. Do you know what I mean? You you will never be a god. You're, this is what you're destined for, just to get killed like this. Do you know what I mean? So you're, you need to find, in a sense, a new glorious purpose for yourself. Okay. So I thought that was quite clever how they did all of that.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Um, just going back to my notes, uh, we see a variant scroll. Um, like we all know that this is kind of leading up to what's it secret evasion so the scrolls <laughs> are becoming more prominent and getting seen and referenced so i thought that was really cool um when he was like falling through the like different levels where like he got his clothes stripped and then he had to sign um uh, basically how many words he's saying i felt like that was a reference to was it for, i want to say for ragnarok where um they go and dr strange just has them falling for 30 minutes <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, yeah, so I thought that was
2: pretty pretty, pretty neat. first
0: or the first. I also had yeah.
2: the fact that he does Loki does love to talk, so it's just funny to see that massive pile. And <laughs> you know, every time, every time he says something, okay, cool. There's another bit that gets added. alright there's another bit that gets added. Boom. Yeah. I was thinking all these long ass speeches he does. I could just I just see him reading through it going, "This is absolute bullshit." Why did I even open my mouth in this case? Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought that was
0: pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, that was actually quite humorous. Uh, T, you also got to say something?
1: I was going to say, yeah, also kind of paralleled um, Thor's kind of um, journey in Ragnarok, like when he goes to that planet and they kind of take him through and cut his hair and do all that stuff to him. Like when Loki goes into the room and that machine gets rid of his clothes and does all that stuff kind of reminded me of Thor Ragnarok as well
0: okay cool uh i thought the tva card was kind of funny um it just kind mm. of, of a quick way of explaining you know what we don't know um mm-hmm. and again it was nice just to get some of that explanation um so here's my first question for t who's our coba expert here um are the timekeeper celestials uh n- i know i don't think they're
1: celestials mm basically the timekeepers in the comics um there is three of them as well like there is in the show mm-hmm. there has been speculation that in the show one of them might be um Kang the conqueror because mm-hmm. again he was like a time he kind of becomes his own thing really within time like but he's um, a variant is yeah, he, yeah he's definitely a variant but like in a way he kind of ends up with his own citadel kind of thing like but um so the timekeepers in the sh- in this show it seems like or at least it's presented to us unless they kind of have more reveals as the show goes on is presented to us as if these timekeepers um somehow ended this multiversal multi-universal war
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and kind of somehow combined all the timelines into one what they call the sacred timeline yeah um in the comics, these timekeepers, although essentially they kind of do the same thing, it's more for selfish reasons. So they come into existence at the end of time, um, just before an event happens that ends the universe. Do you know what I mean, it's kind of like, I, think it's a, it, I don't think anything happened. I think it's just a natural occurring event where the universe comes to an end and then there's like another big bang and it will start another universe i mean like a a kind of loop kind of yeah, thing. yeah yeah but, that one. but rather that than one. yeah but rather than accept death yeah rather than accept death um they end up going back in time to the beginning of time and kind of make sure that, that everything happens in a way that it had to happen to lead back to that moment where they're born and then live out their life and then they go back in time, do you know what I mean? So the reason they want this timeline to be maintained is so that they can continue to exist, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, so that that's why they do it. How it's presented in the film is kind of like they're doing it to keep order, unless it's revealed that that, that is the reason. Um, but that, that's that's what it is in the comics. So I don't think they're celestials, though. No.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so we get a mention of the Nexus event. Um, mm. Also, something that was brought up in One Division. Uh, and okay. in uh, as far as I can remember, in One Division, it's revealed that Wanda is the Nexus being. So yep. that I want to say that means that she's the same in all timelines. There's not multiple versions of her. Uh, Yeah, I
1: believe it's something like that. She's like a constant amongst the multiverse. Mm. Um, But yeah, so yeah, it was interesting that we got that reference um, connecting the shows. Also, within that same little cartoon, Mm. the words madness and multiverse were used. So clearly like little references to the Doctor Strange film that's coming. Yeah,
0: which is Um, the multiverse of madness, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So they, they said something like if the timelines are left unchecked, okay.
0: it could lead to madness and, a and potentially another multiverse huh? war. A multiverse another multiverse war, yeah. Mm. So, do we think that whatever transpires in Loki is going to be setting up what's going to happen in Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness, which will then also lead to, think so. lead to um, Spider Man's No Way Home?
2: I think so, but also Ant Man 3. Mm-hmm. um because we do have tang who's making who will be um, the main villain there so mm-hmm. that's also a nice time for that nice
0: was well, that that one's called quantum right yeah that's right yeah okay so here's uh, a little bit of a way early theory um and probably i should have probably said this at the end but it's a month actually i'm gonna say it till, at the end um so Mephisto gets mentioned when she points to the devil, and I was just like, "Oh, they're trolling! Are they trolling us again?" Nah, uh, don't let them get you. Don't let them get you. That's what I, I thought. Be- I thought,
1: mm. yeah, I thought that it's the director herself said, like, nah, no, it's, it's not that. that's definitely a reference to Loki because obviously his helmet has horns on it, and." Yeah. Like essentially, he is the devil of, of Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, there's definitely a reference to Loki. So don't don't expect yeah. any any um,
0: Mephisto um, reference. Even though we got Mephista. a horn in the in the um, in the Loki name when it was flashing different symbols. But again, like you said, mm-hmm. that could easily be referenced to Loki, where he wears his helmet. Uh, we did get mention of Nightmare nightmares um yes yep. uh, there's, uh, there's a separate division of the TVA. i am assuming there's also a character in, yep. in, in marvel called nightmare so again i don't know if they're just throwing little easter eggs there or they you know they're setting us up for more uh we won't know until you finish watching this um i did find very funny that he was db cooper um i did enjoy that scene yeah i um, thought it was a good one i would kind of want to know what the best the, what the what best what the bet he lost was and like what you know how that fit into that scene but we're not going to get any mm. information on that but i thought that was really cool nice little touch uh, i i like that i liked and didn't like that
1: because i liked it because it wasn't like a variant timeline that was low-key do you know what i mean he even the Loki that we'd seen in the movies, that was something he'd done in the past yeah. just because, like out of a bet or something like that. But then at the same time, I was kind of a bit, not disappointed or underwhelmed, but I thought it was a shame that it was just a throwaway scene of something he'd already done in the past. Mm. I thought this was going to be some heist that we was going to see happen in the show from from watching the trailers, do you know what I mean? I thought, I thought Loki might go back in time and disguise himself as DB Cooper and do all this stuff as a means to achieve something else. Do you know what I mean?
0: Wait, so, with, with time travel potentially being involved in this, is still early days. You might still get that in true. the late episode. That's true. Yeah. Um, I did like when you got back to the room, He said to see the future. You could see that, like when he saw Odin, you could see that he cared for Odin. Um, mm. And then you got to see his death uh, by the hands of Thanos. Yeah. Um, my question here was that when he said that he can't go back to his timeline, so I assumed that with him being plucked out of his timeline, when they do the time reset, it sends him back to his normal timeline. Am I incorrect in incorrect thinking of that? Um, n- see, I, I kind
1: of took it as no, because in creating a different timeline, you've essentially created copies of everyone. So just like we had Captain America fight himself, there was there was two Captain Americas. Do you know what I mean? So this is another Loki. So once you branch off into a different timeline, you can't you, you can't go back to the the sacred timeline. But then, they're just a whole different different thing now. Re- That's why I think the whole scene in France with that little kid, mm. who I don't know if that was meant to be Joan of Arc or something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but. Um, that whole little scene kind of had an element of, of tragedy to it where Mobius was kind of like entertaining the kid and then was like, yeah, just, just go outside or whatever. And then they set up the, um, the reset, um, whatever that little, the reset timer or whatever. I kind of took it as essentially that kid's about to die. Do you know what I mean? Everyone on this timeline is about to cease to exist.
0: See, I, I, I get that part of it, but when they showed a little cartoon, it showed them taking back the guy that had very, very off back to his normal timeline. Mm. And then that branch just basically getting deleted. So I just assumed that, well, you know, he would go back, they, they would, in a sense, take him back to the point before the timeline branched off to stop that branch. Same way that Captain America has gone back in time to place the Infinity Stones back to before they were taken. So that those branches in the new timeline doesn't it, happen.
1: Yeah. I get what you're saying.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess maybe
1: it's a case-to-case basis because one of the things I was thinking um, is that why would they take the person... Like like Loki, for example, yeah? Loki took the Tesseract and did all this stuff and that's what's caused another another timeline branch, yeah? So rather than arrest Loki and bring him to the TVA, if they just reset that timeline with that little machine they have with Loki in it, surely everything would get wiped and then it would go back to normal. What what purpose is there in arresting him and bringing him back to face trial? Mm. Like, And it wasn't just him. Like you said, we saw a scroll there. There was the other guy who didn't take a ticket. Mm. Like there, 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 oh, there was one female character being moved by who a lot of people have said looks like Peggy Carter. Um, And she does. I don't know what that means. Maybe...
0: (coughs) Sorry, say say that again, please.
1: At one point in the background, there's a TVA agent escorting this female prisoner who looks like Peggy Carter. So I don't know what that means, if it was her or if it's nothing... But it could be linked to the, what if show that we've got coming out because that's about different timelines and universes and stuff. And in one of those, she becomes captain America yeah. or she becomes captain Britain or whatever, I don't know what they're going to, what they're going to call her. Mm. But so my, my point is, I don't know why they would need to take the variant out of the timeline they're about to reset just to take him to to trial it's like well if you know he's a variant and you know the timeline needs to be reset why don't you just reset him with the reset that timeline with the variant still in it Mm. and then everything's Uh. done but then maybe like you're saying in that little cartoon they put the guy back on his timeline, so he was back on track maybe the point Mm. of the trial is that if they can just slot them back into the moment they left or the moment things changed Maybe they can go back to their timeline, so when Loki picked up the tesseract and then left if he if if he could essentially go back to that moment, like as soon as he disappears they'll they'll sneak him back in. he can just continue from where he left off essentially doing what the Avengers did with the Infinity Stones. You know what I mean
0: yeah
1: so maybe he could, but I think once he'd seen his future and seen how everything plays out, I think it was it was done like there's no way he's going to be able to live out the exact same life that he did. Mm-hmm. So it's too late for him now. He can't go back.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. So, um, there was only thing like one, on, one more little thing on my notes and then pretty much to the end of the episode. Um, okay. This is going to be my theory. Yeah. So pretty much we, talked about most things on my note. Actually, no. Before I move on, uh Mark, is there anything from your notes that I might have missed that you want to add to this?
2: Yeah, I just going to add a few bits and pieces here and there. Cool. So, um the TVA exists in a space called Null Space, um, which is why in the scene where we get um the clerk who says that they use these stones as paperweights, right? Um mm. Basically, Infinity Stones only work in a the universe they're side to, right? So, each multiverse so each universe in the whole uh multiverse or, uh i don't know entities has its own infinity stone so if infinity stone from say i don't know earth 6 or 6 goes to marvel uh into the mcu that one from earth 6 or 6 won't work um and vice versa and it, it's a rule that you know that extends to all of them um so tv as we all know now uh exists towards the timeline of every uh reality um, every employee is in lifetime employment there and are often cloned from Save Genetic Stalk to reduce inefficiencies and disputes um, all, and they also do recruit new people if they are deemed worthy to um, so I have a theory that um, the Loki that is being uh so the Loki or I'll say the evil Loki that our Loki is trying to capture or is uh, trying to capture I believe that person is I Cole um, is Loki backwards. And basically, to start, try and sum up as quickly as I can, uh, the story, um, there is a comic book um, a story where Loki destroys the wall tree and then rebuilds it and resurrects it as guardians. Um, once the wall tree is destroyed, everything around it gets destroyed as well. So that's why Loki has to uh, rebuild it and resurrects it as guardians. Um, Loki comes back as a woman in the Lady Loki stories. Uh, initially, that body was meant for Sif, but Loki managed to get his um his essence into that into that um uh body and ended up becoming Lady Loki. Um Loki ends up dying in that in that uh comic book series and you get two Loki's you have Kid Loki and Eichel um and Eichel's the version of Loki that killed all gods and superheroes on Earth and ended up becoming the God Butcher. Um so that's that's a little bit of uh, history and uh, all historical concepts in the comic books.
1: Yeah. I like I like that theory. That that, mm-hmm. that is that is quite cool, especially um, with. In a sense, he'd be like an anti Loki. Do you know what I mean like a like yeah exactly? Now like, you know, in in Scott Pilgrim, they had Negus Scott. This is yeah. basically that reverse Flash kind of thing. But exactly. and then at the same time. I think with with Gore, the God Butcher, coming out in Thor: Love and Thunder, Mm -hmm. I don't think they would give Loki the title of God Butcher as well. Nah, they wouldn't. I don't think they would. I think you're right about the what I think is um, it's going to be Lady Loki. I think that's who that's going to be revealed to be because Mm. in this episode they did refer to it. Uh, as as Loki like the evil Loki
2: yeah as yeah. him
1: quite a lot they got they it they, they refer to it as him like a guy who's this guy do you know what I mean but I think but we never see him so I think the reveal is going to be that it's a female the, the female Loki lady Loki um also the reason I think this um there was like a whole thing on the internet like a war has started basically between the LGBT community and I don't know what you call them haters or bigots or whatever, because yeah, because basically in, in this Loki show, there's one quick little flash. I think it's during the, the, um, the, the end credits, mm. you see Loki's file and under not gender under sex, it says fluid. So everyone's like, oh, Loki's gender fluid. Oh, shit. Uh-uh. Like, and I'm like, I, everyone's arguing about it. Like, oh, fuck Marvel and the MCU. Oh, it's just the, the feminist agenda now. And they're just doing it. I'm like, I think everyone's misunderstanding. I don't think Loki himself as this character is gender fluid, as in he can wake up in the morning and decide, actually, I'm, I'm a woman today. I'm going to mm-hmm. wear a dress. And it's not like that. I think it's a document for the TVA so I think this is in the context of the multiverse meaning in some universes Loki was born female in some he was born male like if yeah. Steve Rogers had had a file at the TVA he may have always been born a man in every in every multiverse he's a man so it mm. would say Dex male whereas Loki in some universes he may be born male, in some he may be born female. So his sex in terms of a multiverse is fluid. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't think each Loki is gender fluid. Like the the guy Loki doesn't feel like a woman some days. Do you know what I mean? He yeah. just do you know what I'm trying to say? So yeah, okay. Okay. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be revealed that the e the, the villain Loki for the series is gonna turn out to be Lady Loki. Um and um, I think, I think what it could be is the same way this Loki found out what his future holds and what his purpose was meant to be. Because, although it was interesting as well, because Loki's whole thing in Avengers was that people he, he had this whole speech like, "Oh, you are made to be ruled. People crave." like guidance, you know what I mean? And even in this, he says, I, I want to make things easier for everyone. I
2: again, in, and then Iron Man as well. Uh, it was it Iron Man that he made an appearance that he was saying that? I can't, I can't remember the movie specifically.
1: No, it, I it, was, it was Avengers. It was, it was the was first Avengers, Avengers movie. Right. Yeah. All right. And, all right. so He was basically saying all this. So I think it's cool that they've, they've continued on that original plan of his. And again, if you look at what the TVA are doing, Essentially, they are doing what Loki wanted to do. Loki wanted to take away free will and choice and yeah. just l- rule people. But he would he would have ruled them in a good way. I don't think he would have like just tortured people and shit. He just thinks like they, these people don't need free will; they just need a ruler. And because um, even in this, he says choice breeds shame. And he said like when there's a fork in the road. Uh, there's a fork in every road and people always choose the wrong road and, and stuff like that. And so Loki would have essentially made choices for everyone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's essentially what the TVA are doing. If there comes a fork in the road and someone takes the wrong path, they've created a new timeline. So they need to go and snip that branch off and keep everyone going in the right direction. So the TVA are basically doing what Loki originally wanted to do. If that makes sense, do you know what I'm trying to say? So I thought that was a, a cool connection as well.
2: But, yeah, um, to some extent, anyway,
1: <laughs> yeah, to some extent, not in the exact same way, but to some extent, it, it's similar. Um, so I thought that was an interesting kind of connection to to kind of bring Loki into their world as well and kind of as a cool way of bringing him on, they because they're clearly like recruiting him even if it's just to to find another version of himself, because who knows yeah. Loki more than himself? That's why, I guess, that's why he was testing him. And in the end, he was like, all right, okay, so you do know yourself. It's like you, you, you do know yourself. You're not in denial or anything. You know yourself. So who better to f- track down Loki than Loki? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, so yeah, so this, so this female Loki, or the villain, whoever it turns out to be, I think they may have got similar information as our current Loki that we're watching, but just taken it bad, like not accepted it and, and just said, okay, actually, now nah, fuck that. You don't tell me what to do. Um, I do what I want to do and I'll show you. I'm going to fuck up all your timelines now. I'm going to... F- and and that's why he's taken out the, the Minutemen. That's why he or she has now acquired...
0: Um, one of the reset bomb so, things. So this is going to kind of tie into what my theory is. Yeah. I believe okay. that Loki doesn't want to die. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going around because he, he believes that if he collects enough of those little reset bomb things, yeah, he can mm. create a big enough explosion in the timeline that can reset to get him back to his time and then mm. allow, allow him to then be able to like, um, having the sense free will to pick how his life goes and not follow the sacred timeline because mm. in every attack so far, um, uh, it's been hinted that he's been taking these reset charges. So he's, yeah. he's collecting them for some kind of purpose. And my, 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 my theory would be that he's collecting them to create some kind of disturbance in the timelines. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, I think his, his goal,
1: the, the villain one is to get to the timekeepers because, um, if he can get to them and kind of take over, he can essentially dictate what the timeline needs to be Mm. Yeah, for himself, (laughs) for himself. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so just, uh, continuing, um, So Mobius, who um, is played by um, Ern Wilson, his particular appearance is based on Mark uh, Grinwald, um, who's sort of done loads of comic books. So he's done stories for Thor, Avengers, Fantastic Four, Iron Man, etc. So he is someone... That the comics has seen time and again Such as when presided over the trial of She-Hulk After she warned a time displaced Hawkeye Of his death And a Fantastic Four when prosecuting them um, As a side note Everyone in middle management looks like um, Mobius So um, I don't know if you know This Loki series will see us Have a look at all the other um, People in middle management But that is who um, Well Mobius is exactly who they all look like Anyway um, so we might see, a, we might see a Wilson play multiple people. We might not. Um, whether it's relevant for the show, perhaps. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that would be. Uh, um, I don't want to say a major play. I don't know maybe if they want to, you know, just say to us that okay, these people are actually the same one, the same blah blah. Um, the collar around Loki's neck reminds me of um, the Days of Future Past storyline in the X Men uh, animated series, where the collar used to be used rather than powerless. So. Um, with Loki we can see that he can't use any of his powers he, obviously he's not got mutant obviously um, the colour that's on him is used for um, I guess any sort of um, powerful being or, or super powered being um, but we might see a smaller skill of that in the upcoming I'm sure once mutants are introduced and somewhere along the line I don't know it's 10 years from now whatever we might see those colours being introduced and whatnot. Mm.
1: Um, well, they there was in Deadpool 2 as well wasn't
2: there Yes, they were Deadpool.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Mm, and and Deadpool, I think Kevin Feige has confirmed that Deadpool three will be in the MCU. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah, that, that'll be interesting to see if they can if they bring that along.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah that's it that's it for my notes really uh, you guys have pretty much uh, mentioned everything else I would have spoken about so
0: I just want to add just one little thing here you know what the, the time <sighs> stopper thing or the time whatever that little gizmo thing here was it also just reminded me a little bit of Doctor Strange um, when he was fighting Dormammu and he was just oh, like yeah. reset the time and then come back so it just reminded oh, yeah, me yeah that. that's true um, T anything that you want to say um, that I might have missed?
1: yeah so, okay, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to... There's little things here and there that I thought were entertaining, like funny little moments, like um, Loki not like questioning for a moment whether or not he's a robot or not. That kind of made me laugh a bit mm-hmm. because his life is very uncertain. He didn't know he was a frost giant, do you know what I mean? So how can he be sure he's not a robot? I thought that was <laughs> interesting to little dive into his mindset where he is. Um, The whole thing about resetting the timeline. So not those actual little bomb things, but I think um, those like sticks, those like sticks that they have, the one that she used to like give him the slow-mo bang to the face, but then they were also used to just disintegrate people. Um, I think that might be this, the MCU's version of the weapon that they use in the comics called a retroactive cannon, which if you short stand says retcon. So they've literally got a weapon that can wreck the, the comics. Do you know what I mean? So I thought that was, that's pretty funny. Um, and again, like is there seems to be two settings or maybe multiple settings that they can use. Um, yeah, I, i what another thing that i wanted to ask so i mean again we'll probably get answers to this so you've got the branching timelines and if they reach the red line something seems to that seems to be of some kind of importance now i don't know if it's like if the timeline goes on for too long or strays too far it creates a new multi a a new timeline universe Mm. a new timeline that like can't be undone so they have like only a certain amount of wiggle room to to get it back on track
0: um i i I took it more as that that's the length of time that they can be there without affecting and creating a new timeline so they were Mm -hmm. only allowed to be there for set periods of time before things started to go like maybe they couldn't they could only let's say reset the last 10 minutes And obviously if they stay there longer than 10 minutes, they they can't revert, retcon and reset the timeline. I don't, I don't think
1: it, I don't think it's to do with how long they're there. Mm. I think it's to do with the timeline itself, because if you saw in the little cartoon, like the branches stray from the, from the sacred timeline. And then you've got like the two red lines on either side. And then once they go over the red lines, that's when it's, it started going crazy and swiggling around everywhere. And, branching off more timelines. So I think there's a difference between timelines and like parallel dimensions, if that makes sense. Okay. So Doctor Strange deals with parallel dimensions. I don't think he's going to, because he doesn't even have the time stone anymore. Mm-hmm. So he can't deal with timelines like that. Why I think it is, I think with the timelines, if a timeline strays too far from the sacred timeline and goes over those red lines, it becomes its own parallel universe now. Do you know what I mean? Now it, it becomes a multiverse in a sense. So, right now, I don't think we have a multiverse still. I think we've still just got the one timeline. Loki is from a different timeline but we've seen they've they've already reset that timeline they took him from it and then reset that so that one's done um captain america went back and fixed all the other timelines that they messed with even though there's still a question about it because he went off and lived his life with sharon carter so is that like did the TVA? Were they fine with that? Like, did they not have a problem with that? Was yeah, that always they, meant to happen? Yeah, that was
0: always... That what they, they they said that in the tra- in the courtroom. They said that all the stuff that the Avengers did was part of the sacred timeline because Loki yeah. was like, "Oh, if anyone should be on trial. Should be the Avengers because I it, smelt two Tony Starks." But it can't be because because if there's
1: only meant to be one timeline, the reason the Avengers got got allowed was because they went back and and fixed everything that could have potentially caused a branching timeline, except the Loki thing. But that's why the TVA covered that. But if Captain America went back in time and lived out his life with Peggy Carter, there's two ways you can look at it. Either this whole time in the sake timeline there's been two captain americas yeah Mm -hmm. and he has just been living quietly behind the scenes with peggy so whenever peggy mentioned having a husband she was actually talking about steve rogers yeah Mm -hmm. or he went over to a completely different timeline lived out his life with that peggy and then came back to the prime or the the sacred timeline to give um uh to give sam wilson the shield and the mantle and stuff. But then if that's the case, surely he's created a different timeline by living out his life
0: with Sharon Carter. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, Mm I agree with what you're saying, but maybe that kind of... It's one of those ones, yeah.
1: Their whole thing is is maintaining the one timeline. So if he went off... Maybe that's why they arrested Sharon Carter in the background of one of the scenes. Like... Do you know what I mean? I don't. I don't know. I don't what,
0: know what. What if I it's did. not? What if it's not a one timeline? Just because it's called a sacred timeline doesn't necessarily mean it is just a singular timeline. I'm I'm just theorizing here. What if it just yeah. means that all those things are just meant to happen and and lead to the same end goal that they've um defined? Obviously, anything that spins off that this that detracts from that is wrong. Hmm.
2: I, think, I don't know. I've I've gone. I think um I think that the well in the MCU there is one main timeline, and mm-hmm. there's several um, multiverses based off that. But um, there's certain I guess there's certain actions that lead to certain um, uh, what's one what looking for that to certain universes that they don't want to have created. Mm. Um. That's why I think that um Yeah, that's that's why that's why I think that, you know, it's one universe. Um sorry, there's this multi there's loads of multiverses around there, but it's being handled in a way that it doesn't um it doesn't come out of control because for, the reason why I say that there are multiverses is the very fact that we have infinity stones that ended up <laughs> in a guy's desk draw. He says, Yeah, we've got gateway. Yeah. Okay, how many infinity stones are there? Do you know We what saw mean? like How four, many guys
0: do... four green ones. The green ones are the, are the green ones. The time exactly, term.
2: exactly. So that already confirms that there's loads of multiverses. Um, and if they don't, especially if they don't work, that means that they've been pulled outside of their of the main um universe. Um, but I think uh, the, I think I reckon the best way to describe it is that like imagine two borders, right? And in those two borders, you have one main timeline and loads of branches, right? But those branches are still within those borders. So it's sort of like anything that comes out of this border. So imagine if it's uh, um, uh, a secondary or or tertiary universe being created, and that tertiary universe ends up creating another multiverse and then another one, another one. That's where it gets out of hand. So they're allowed to have a set number of uh, multiverses. That's what I think anyway.
1: Mm. Yeah, I guess so. And I guess if if Captain America just lived a quiet life with Peggy, didn't affect anything else then essentially the timeline is the same really do you know what i mean like it's not yeah. affecting anything in a major way um one another question i had was when loki was in the trial mm-hmm. and they basically said uh loki is guilty of crimes against time even though he hadn't even done anything like i thought he was at least gonna use the Tesseract, go around, do some shit and then get in trouble for it. But he literally just left, landed in Mong- Mongolia and then they came for him. Yeah. So he didn't even have time to do anything. But just existing is a crime in itself enough for them to come for him. Yeah. Yeah. But then they say, then they say, because he was like, well, the Avengers are surely the time criminals because they they did it. They're the reason that I'm even here. Like, Loki just took advantage of the situation. He didn't, cause that mm-hmm. but then they say all right everything the Avengers did was meant to happen yeah so if but but what Loki did wasn't meant to happen
0: yeah
1: but if everything the Avengers did was meant to happen how it happened surely that includes what Loki did because he only did what he did as a result of what the Avengers were doing
0: yes and Do no. I mean? yes yes they, yes and they, no. they didn't yes and no if they
1: didn't if they didn't mess up in that moment, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have had to gone further back in time to when Iron Man, when Tony Stark met his dad and and got the Tesseract from then. Do you know what I mean? They would have just taken it from that situation and been done with it. But because that messed up, they had to go further back and get it from further back in the past. And then if they didn't do that, everything, because as Doctor Strange said, everything mm. had to play out exactly how it did to get to that end result.
0: You're right, So yeah. I actually forgot about that because yeah. of him taking the test right had to go back and get it from Howard Stark. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're actually right. Yeah.
2: Hmm. I'm sure that'll also be explained further down because obviously Loki's going to be jumping around time or whatever. So, so those questions you have may get answered. Um, But I like to feel that you are right in saying that if it wasn't for the actions of the Avengers, then Loki wouldn't have escaped and then him being on trial for simply escaping. Um, I think it's more the case that they, overall, they did preserve the timeline. Um, Obviously, they 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 ultimately changed what, what the outcome was, but they did preserve that time in in a sense. Um, But with Loki now being an anomaly and him not being accountable, I guess that's why they put him on trial. Um, And actually, something you mentioned earlier on was that this Loki, this evil Loki that they're out to get, right? Um, I think you said that it could be someone who maybe came to the TVA the exact same way as this current Loki did. But obviously, they took the information the wrong way, and they ended up doing their own thing. Uh, maybe this is Loki's second chance in the of covers of going through the same process of being caught up, and then him being um, him being employed to then you know go and uh, take take on this this evil Loki. Um, or maybe the crime, pers- maybe even the crime itself may have been the result of you know evil Loki and Loki this new Loki just getting caught up in it that kind of thing mm. there's there's a lot there's a lot to, there's a lot of it to go on and you know especially with Kang Conqueror coming up in Ant-Man 3 it's it's going to be a whole mm. host of of randomness and a lot of you know tracking different timelines or whatever no variations and whatnot yeah mm. but hopefully hopefully the um, later episodes will explain a few things to us so right, for this we just have to wait and see no doubt uh,
0: T, any more um, tidbits from you? Um,
1: no, I'm pretty much done. I mean, just little things like you can, you can actually see the moment that Loki, you know, Loki steals that little device and like, man, that's how he escapes. He can like rewind himself and then he eventually takes off his, the necklace and puts it on the agent. Mm-hmm. You can see the moment he steals it from uh, Morbius when he's on the floor. And more because he throws the chair and then Morbius puts him back to the chair. But obviously the chair has gone now. So he falls on the floor yeah. when Morbius yeah. goes to help him up. You can see Loki do a swift and and like steal the thing. Mm. Um, so that's pretty good continuity. Um, like I said, I like the character development. They basically fast forwarded to where our Loki was by the end of the movies, just by going through the scenes of him seeing his mom die. Obviously, we knew how much he cared about his mum from the Dark World. Yeah. Seeing him cry, at watching his dad's death, seeing his like um, uh, the brotherly love between him and Thor Ragnarok, uh, and then witnessing his own death—like anyone that witnesses their own death—is obviously going to make changes to their life. Um, and I liked how they, like I said, with um, with the TVA essentially. Doing what Loki wanted to do, um, Loki claims that they're just like it's just an illusion, like from fear and wanting to have the have the illusion of power and control and all that stuff. By the end of the se- the episode, Loki admitted, "Well, actually, that's why I do what I do as well." Do you know what I mean? I I don't like hurting people, but even though it did seem like he was enjoying cutting that guy's eye out. um, (laughs) He says he doesn't actually enjoy it. He does it to maintain this illusion of being the villain, which I thought was quite cool. Um, And yeah, and that the, the evil Loki at the end just seems ruthless boy. Like having all that oil set out just to light it on fire and watch them burn. And then we had like that kind of Sephiroth shot of him standing in the fire which again links him back to being the oil. devil.
2: Yeah, so as they mentioned the oil, I was thinking, nah, this is a trap. <laughs> how how yeah. do you guys just randomly end up in the field full of oil? Like, oh, yeah, it smells like true. oil, blah, blah. And then, you know, as they go, that's about to go through the portal, they turn around and see a cloaked figure and it go towards them. Dude, like, know where you are. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But, yeah. yeah.
1: um but yeah no i'm 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 basically i mean i thought it was a very strong first episode introduced you to the world of the tva um i think it explained it very well i think it's opened up a whole new aspect of the mcu that we'll probably dive into going forward with the with this new spider-man movie doctor strange movie the ant-man movie i think it's all going to um kind of come as a result of however this show plays out. So that that's very interesting i think
0: All right, cool well that brings us to the end there is no outro so you're just gonna get a, like a, a hard stop um we've actually, <laughs> yeah. actually gone uh, a little bit longer than the actual episode itself um but yeah tune in guys next week and we'll break down episode two so without further ado mine say bye to the people bye everyone catch you next time big t say bye to the people bye to the people Alright guys, catch you next week. Bye bye now.